0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Inspired Babes' Let's Chat podcast. So, I have something really exciting to tell you guys. So, I officially completed one year of podcasting with 54 episodes and 9,100 downloads in one year. I had some fabulous guests on who brought so much value in all the content that they shared and i am so grateful for everyone that showed up to serve for all of you and to add so much value in their sharing based off of whatever they were an expert in or their story and how they've overcome it um the the vulnerability that was sh- that was shared with with all of you and and also you know it was an incredible way to connect and to really build relationships right I'm, I'm just so grateful for, for everyone that, that is, that has been on up to this point and, and also who I'm going to be having on in season two, but I just, again, I have so much gratitude. I have gotten so many phone calls and, you know, just friends in person and private messages. Um, you know, I've gotten tons of reviews and people subscribing and ratings and, all the things with people emotional and just thanking me for showing up and 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 being here and making a difference for people. And I remember starting this, I just said, you know, if I can just if I can just change one life through each episode, right? Obviously, I wasn't thinking very big, but in my mind that's that's where I was at. I thought if I could just change one person's life, that's all that matters, right? But I have gotten so many messages, like I had mentioned, and it's really making an impact in people's lives. And I'm telling you, I am just so grateful that I, that I'm doing this and showing up and I'm making a difference for all of you because the messages, um, mean so much to me because I know where a lot of people are at because of what they have shared with me And because of their listening from the podcast, it literally alters things for them. And I am just blown away at the feedback. So thank you guys so much. So please continue to keep sharing and subscribing and, and um, writing a review and telling your friends and family about the episodes. If it speaks to you, right. Um, And tag me in it and also connect with me on social media. I love connecting with like-minded people. Um, so I just, again, and thank you guys for, for everything and listening and all the things I'm just, uh I have so much gratitude. So thank you. Thank you. And today, you know, we're starting season two and I have my friend Monica Mazur on and Monica and I actually connected through a hashtag on social media. Isn't that just so fascinating? She found me, um, when I did a hashtag that was called landmark forum. It's a personal development training that I've attended that she attended. So she connected with me and ever since then we've just kind of stayed connected over, I think it's about, been about a year. And, and so then I, you know, asked her to be on my podcast today and, um, you know, Monica, I, there's some things I really want you to know and get about Monica is that she's really committed to transforming women into strong, lean, and confident human beings, right? And her background is like no other, okay? She she was uh, in journalism and a student in Poland to an immigrant nanny and a personal trainer to a fitness competitor. Um, she's a personal development junkie, landmark graduate, right? Which I mentioned before, that's how we connected. Um, she owned a fitness studio and now she's finally transitioned into the online fitness and life coaching. And, you know, she's just committed to, again, want you to be confident in your body as you are in your business and your, you know, in your career and in your life. And she loves collaborating with people and working with women and, you know, from all over the world. And, you know, she is truly inspiring. Um, you know, she shares a lot about her story. We talk a little bit about Landmark Forum and what it looks like to get complete in things in life. And, you know, we just, there's so much incredible sharing about her life and just things that we've gotten out of, you know, our personal development trainings. Um, there's a lot of vulnerability in some of the sharing and, you know, it's, it was just a really, um, powerful episode, right? So if you guys feel like you need to, you know, you want to take notes or if something speaks to you, uh, you need to jot it down, jot it down. Um, and again, if this, if this resonates with you, if you are loving this episode, make sure to share it in your, um, Instagram stories, your Facebook and tag me in it. And you guys just get ready. Here we go. Monica Mazur is here with me today, and oh. I am seriously so excited to have you.
1: I love the, how we
0: created this today, right?
1: This is this is the the idea that I have about life. You know, no matter what's coming your way, we can make it work. So, exactly. So, software is not working, and we're here anyway. <laughs> and we are here. We and made not it annoyed, work, and not with anything. Just like excited to be here.
0: I know. I am so excited to have you. I feel like since we've connected on social media, I've been wanting you on my podcast since I started my podcast, which was a year ago. And now you're here and I'm so freaking excited. You guys, we connected through Instagram, right? Didn't you find me through hashtags or something? I think
1: think it was a landmark form hashtag or something with the landmark hashtag, because I I know that that's what we have in common. I mean, I'm in Connecticut. You are all the way across the world. Yeah. (laughs) right? So yeah, totally.
0: It's yeah. And you know, you have inspired me so much. I mean, the way you show up on social media, how driven you are to really making an impact for women and men. I mean, it seems like the majority of your clients are women, but it just, it's super inspiring. You're so driven, but I also know there's a story behind all the success, right? And I kind of want to dive into that and we can talk a little bit about landmark because I know that's a big part of your your why, right? And why you are the way you are. And so
1: let's like, let's get started. Like, how did this all start for you? Good diving. Well, so this is so great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited uh, and so appreciative that you just figured it out on the fly. Cause yes. you know, other people could have been like, oh, I'm so annoyed, let's not do it. And I was like, whoops, make it work. <laughs> so thank you. Yes. And in regards to what you asked about, you know, power women and how all the story started. So I'm like looking in the past and looking, looking, looking. And I think, you know, it started with the fact that I always wanted to help people. I'm the oldest of three and the only daughter, and I have two little little brothers. And so I was always taking care of them and, you know, watching over them. I'd parents worked a lot I was born and raised in Poland and I lived there up until I was 21 I grew up taking care of the kids around me and so um fast forward to high school and I was deeply in writing and reading I was super not an outgoing person at all I was in the books just um studying 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 not a popular kid not someone who you would want to hang out with in high school and so what drove me to journalism was the fact that, you know, again, I would be able to be behind the scenes. I never thought about journalism being what it is now that we're creating our own channels, especially whether it's the podcast or whether it's social media or, you know, Instagram video, audio, I wanted to be behind the scenes. It was right in the, in the paper, maybe being on the radio, but never showing my face. And so that's what I studied in Poland. And um, I, at 21 years old, was dumped i was in love and i was so happy and my boyfriend at the time said he's gonna go back to dating his ex-girlfriend and i was devastated i remember crying and crying and crying but and i don't know where that started i had this thing in me that i always saw and i still do positives in every situation no matter what's happening i wanted to sometimes it's like a little tiny thing but hook it up hook yourself up to the positive thing to no matter what's happening and you always come up on the top yeah, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. that's how I moved to America I was free from a relationship and I it was summertime so I was on a break from the university my parents kind of felt bad for me as in I was I, I was living at home going to to university and I was so devastated they, they didn't want me to move to America they still 16 years later they don't they don't like the idea that I'm so far away from them oh and but they felt bad so it was like easier to get them and within a week within a week after the breakup I was already set up to three months later come here come to Boston Massachusetts and to be an au pair um so I had all set up I was supposed to go to school and supposed to study the language and it was a cultural exchange but I was a nanny and it was a big hit of reality you have kids you know how hard it is
0: yes holy shit (laughs) yes
1: I came to a different country where everyone spoke a different language. You know, it's funny because you learn the language, but then you come and it's like, what's OJ? OJ?" (laughs) You're like, what? Or like put it in the fridge. I'm like, what's a fridge? You mean refrigerator? (laughs) Those are things you don't think about. But when I first moved here, I was like, what is happening? Why are they speaking so fast? Yeah. (laughs) Different country, different language, family 5,000 miles away from home. And I had three toddlers. Two and, a half, two and a five. Wow, so much wow. work. I was exhausted. Wow. I was like, I went from the high horse of being a college student to like wiping kids' butts. You know, it right. was right. you know, it was not, it was not glamorous at all. And like oh, my, no. my friends were like, Marcus is America, and I was like, <laughs> you're like you're this is not, you know, New York City party lifestyle. I, I'm, I'm at a home in the playroom, <laughs> right? It was a complete. You, it, it, I did not know what I was signing up for at all. Mm-mm. With two suitcases, yeah. 2004, I'm in Boston, Massachusetts, and I was like, "Well, this is a great city, but I feel like I'm in jail." you know, <laughs> the, balloons, the balloons going on sky in the sky, and I was like, "Whoa, I'm, I have all the freedom here, but can't just go home, and I'm, you know, stuck here for yeah. a year." But I kind of did it on purpose. I didn't want to go to England. I didn't want to go somewhere closer to Poland because I wanted to have it be difficult in case I chickened out. You know, it was not easy. In in, in London, I would jump on the bus and I, like from England and I could be in Poland within hours. Yeah. Now coming to America, I couldn't just hop on the plane. It was expensive. I had a contract for a year. It was all set up. So, you know, I like really pushing my boundary already from the beginning in case I was to chicken out. So mm. that was... That was the beginning, and that was 16 years ago. Um, And I loved the freedom, essentially. You know, I loved being my own person and being able to um, create myself. And it went from like the mentality of I'm in jail to being like, okay, so well, this is what's available to me. I can't go home and have dinner with my parents, but I can go to college, and I can do this. And it was difficult. As an immigrant, it's very difficult to make it all legal and make it all right, to make it all the proper Mm -hmm. way. Um, But I think when you're young and you don't have anybody you're responsible for and you get to figure it out for yourself, you're more fearless. You don't think long term. You don't think, oh, do I have enough money to go to college? I'm an international student. I can't take a loan. I can't, um, you know, get a student scholarship. So Mm -hmm. it was difficult, but it was one thing at a time, one thing at a time. And again, I always so positive, you know, no matter what was happening, I was always like, let's hook it up to this one positive, one positive, one positive. And I think not to make it about myself and to make it relatable to, to other women, especially and men too, um, it was my romantic life that always kind of got me in trouble. And then I boosted myself up from it. So first was the breakup in Poland. Okay. It was, um, At 26, I think I was married for like a year and a half. And that was a silly decision from a place of my ex's parents were very religious and they wanted us to be married. So we went to town hall and we got married. Um, That was a bad Mm -hmm. idea as in we were just nowhere in a position financially and and it was just a hot mess. Um, Mm -hmm. So after that relationship ended, um, I had a lot of free time and I started going to the gym and I had no idea, fitness was nowhere in my background. But I started going to the gym to just kill time. And I was like, huh, this is really cool. I wanna learn more. So mm-hmm. I hired yeah. a first trainer. And he was not really all that smart. As in, you know, was- yeah. Jersey Shore days, you know, gym tan laundry, you have tattoos, you have chain, you're tan. So that means you're a trainer. Right. Only guys. There you go. <laughs> Very intimidating. Only men. You know, I was in my 20s, it was tough. Mm. Um, and I hired him. And again, he was not really that great, but he got me. The good thing about all of it was he got me interested in strength training. So by the time I was done with my contract with him, I was already in school learning how to become a trainer mm-hmm. myself. And they mm-hmm. I graduated. All the women came pouring because there was no females. You know, now you go on Instagram and you have trainers everywhere. You can hire yourself okay. one mm-hmm. in a minute. Then mm-hmm. it was like no Instagram, barely Facebook. And so it was all face-to-face connections and, and conversations. And in the gym, I was the only female. They saw me being trained and they saw me training myself. So it was easy, but right. I didn't appreciate the sexist environment. And back then it was so, um, it was not easy for women to, to exercise, to lift weights. You know, you would go to a gym and it would be just men. Now it's, right. it's great. Um, and so um, I started working for only female facilities. And that was a bomb. I loved it so much. Um, and, and it was just really great to be able to be around just women. However, what I noticed very quickly was that women had this tendency to comfort each other in their discomfort.
0: What I mean by that is
1: if you came to me and say, hey, Monica, you know, I have this and I want to lose it or, you know, I gain weight. I'll like, Not me, but people would, women would be like, give yourself a break. You had three kids, you're fine. Mm what's the problem, you know, maybe, uh, um, you no, know, and and I quickly kind of diced it up because I was like, you know, I started working here and it was so empowering at first, but I see this this tendency that like, if I continue, I'm gonna start becoming chubbier and chubbier, less fit and less fit, less goals and less goals, because this environment is not really motivating. And as yeah, much as yeah. I'm all about empowering women, that's not my way. It's not my way to comfort someone who comes to me uncomfortable by saying it's okay, it's okay. No, no, no. If you right. have, I'm here to help you. So that was like a number one thing where I noticed that, like, yes, empowering women, but not with this nonsense sugar-coating attitude. So a mm-hmm. big thing of mine because I know that from straight doc, you'll get more accomplished than from this, like, you're fine, you're fine. And I know you can relate to it, right? As a mom. Oh, for sure so
0: many things, right? Yeah. Well, and I think that, yeah, it's so relatable in all areas of life because that it's so common in the wor- this world. We're always, Oh honey, it's okay. No, like we get to see people, their highest self and hold them to that. We're not settling to their bullshit and their mass and their stories. No, we, I see you. This is what we need to say. No, I see you. I see what you're up to. So what can, what can we do differently here? Yeah, absolutely. Not, you know, like, so I'm totally with you on that.
1: And yeah. this, this, this got me to competing. Um, and, you know, now it's, it, it, people look back and they're, they're all bashing the competing days because they ate obsessively and they did too much cardio and all this. I, again, I saw only positives from competing because it gave me my own goals. And I'm talking fitness competitions, bodybuilding. I had my own goals. I had my own coaches. It taught me so much about different ways of eating. It taught me so much about the aesthetics of lifting weights. And, um, and it was such a great thing to have my own goals because, you know, as you know, when you're helping others with their goals, yeah. you put yourself yeah. on the back burner. And so it's kind of like, you know, the, the guy who builds houses and his house is a mess or the guy, the gal, her yeah. helps with websites and her website is a mess. Same <laughs> thing with internet. people will hold you to high regard because you want they want an example, right? As a coach, they want an example of, I look up to you. So I needed to have my own coaches and help. And this is something that I would highly recommend anyone in any kind of aspect of your life that you're serious about, you need help. You will never mm-hmm. see an Olympic athlete who's achieved a lot, who just did it by themselves, who so would video videos, right? Yes. <laughs> and, and I think a lot of people, str-
0: like that's a little bit of a struggle with all areas of life because there's a story they make behind getting help, right? Whether that's weight what's loss,
1: story. Yeah, what's your story behind getting help? Did you have any stories and hesitations before getting help?
0: You know, I think there's a lot of different things that would get in the way. It could have been money back then. It could be I got this figured out. I can do this, right? Um, I don't want to look weak. I I want people to see that I'm this single mom. I'm this badass, and I got this. I don't need you. But what I've really got that again, those are just stories, right? And that all you're doing is asking for help because you want to better yourself. You want to keep expanding. You want to keep growing. I want to keep up leveling because again, that's what this life is about, right? Is up level, up level, up level. I don't want to be comfortable all the time. God, I feel like I'm so uncomfortable all the time. And then when I'm, when I'm uncomfortable, I'm like, damn it, what's this breakdown for? What the hell? But then I love it because I'm learning and growing. But again, it's with coaches, mentors, friends like you that have been through landmark and we can talk to each other and be in this conversation and create transformation just like that.
1: Right. Right? And, you know, through, through like self-work, I got that my, so I was raised in the Polish attitude of the beliefs of. If you're asking for help, there are two options. You're either lazy or stupid. Well, I was like, I'm not lazy. I'm not stupid. So I'm doing everything on my own by myself. (laughs) And that was like, the competing was perfect because you know I got the plan from a coach. I'm cooking by myself. I'm eating by myself. I'm training by myself. Then I go on the stage, show it. I don't really care for it. I just really care about this tunnel vision. And so that was great because it was inspiring my clients and it was my own goal. And I look back and in my entire 20s, I was walking around ripped. But um I got to the point where again boom in a bump in the road, my another relationship engagement and it was not working. And you know, picture perfect couple, um, trainers, competitors, you know, beautifully looking together, but inside just like complete mess. And yeah. I started thinking to myself, um, you know, as and the competing can also be a great distraction. That's another thing. But I started thinking to myself, um, you know, maybe it's me because there's all these different people i'm dating marrying or being in a relationship with but how come it always ends up like the same way um mm-hmm. i'm the common denominator and so i think that the lesson in this to everyone it's um it's so simple i actually was talking to my client about it last night and to my coach this morning it's so easy to point fingers and blame others where mm-hmm. it leaves you powerless because there's nothing you can do about other people's actions you really- Right. And then so even if there's a situation where you feel like there's nothing you can do about it because it's other people acting some way, you can look back at yourself and be like, hey, what is it that I am doing? What is it I could do differently? What is it that I could where I could ask for help? Where could I ask for help? Where could I look at myself from the outside and see, like, how come this is always the reoccurring situation this divorce cycle for myself so that's how I got into landmark it was through my clients um I thought they were like the coolest girls I worked with and I was like what is it about them I couldn't even put words into it yeah. but I just thought that they were just yeah. you know straight and positive and and really had like this peace of mind that no matter what was happening they were not freaking out and I so wanted this but I lived in the story I have no time no time no time. I worked seven days a week. I trained clients. I had it that if I canceled a session or day of sessions, they will hate me. And the money was not a problem. I worked all the time. I had all the money, but time, time, time. And Mm. finally I was just like, all right, my engagement is like crumbling. Um, it's clear that there's something that I'm doing that's not working. And so I finally signed Mm. up for the landmark forum. It was Boston 2015 in March, So six years ago, Uh and I remember, so remember going, I chopped off my hair before going. And I still remember sitting in the Uber and being so mad at myself. I was so angry. I was like, you're so stupid. Like literally talking to myself in my head. You're so stupid. You're competing, prancing around on the stage in a bikini is not challenging enough for you. You're so stupid. You should be exercising right now. You should be going to work right now. You're not going. Wow. I would never sit down and speak to you like this. Yeah. I remember to the sitting in the room waiting I wanted to cover my name tag because I didn't want anyone to know my name because here I am in the room full of people with issues and I don't have any issues <laughs> of course not <laughs> and, and i was sitting and walking into the room and this beautiful um woman woke me like said hello to me she had a yellow dress and smile on her face it was Friday morning and she's like good morning Monica how are you and I was like why is she smiling yeah like- why does she call me my name like this is awful what <laughs> and I was so disappointed because the room was so close with people and people were sitting close to each other and I didn't want to sit next to anyone I didn't want to speak to anyone I kind of had it that I'm just gonna be on my phone the whole entire weekend and rude awakening you're not gonna be on your phone in landmark course oh hell no <laughs> so I asked her if I could take a chair from the back and just put it somewhere in the corner she said no no there are plenty of rooms and plenty of room I walked around this room judging every single person who was there this yep to be a weirdo, this girl's annoying. This I didn't know one word about them, but I had already made up my mind. That's this what
0: people do. Yeah.
1: One is this, and I mean completely different person than I am right now. Right now I can walk into the room full of strangers and meet best friends and talk about their issues. Like issues <laughs> as like let's help you versus back then I would be the judgmental, unhappy, self-conscious person because I was judging everyone. So I was worried they're gonna judge me. Projecting your old things.
0: Exactly. So I
1: sat down sat next to two people. Uh, I was annoyed as as so much. I was so annoyed. And so the first question comes up, and I burst into tears. Like, why are you here? And I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I like, oh god, Monica, what are you doing? And that started my adventure with Landmark. I did the Landmark forum the advanced course, both communications courses, team management leadership program. Um, I mean, I did it all, it took many years. But man, so I went from working on my body, 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 body and competing and like mastering the body that like you can be in a tiny bikini and look amazing, but inside so unfulfilled, so empty, so chasing some ideal that you don't even know what is going on to then putting that on hold and working on my head and working on my stories and working on my path. And through that, I was able to so connect with clients and women. Mm-hmm. And I no longer had annoying clients with whom I didn't get along. I knew that everyone came with some story yeah. and it was a job to not bring my juju to these relationships so that I can actually be at them. Because it's easy, right? When people around you are nice and kind and dandy, and they've done the work, it's easy to be with them. We can get so along no problem. But when you have someone who triggers you, when you have someone who pushes your buttons knowingly on, or unknowingly, it's difficult because you are now stretched out, right? You have to you have to step into your higher version to be able to deal with the person. Not to say, oh, I need to be the bigger person, you know. Yeah. <laughs> You're wrong inside, and on the outside, I'm gonna be smiling to you. No, like really be yeah, there yeah. with others, right? Without so, you have to really deal with yourself to be able to help others in that regard. And that was so eye-opening because I thought back then I was successful, but it was so stressful and it was so hard, and it was always um like chasing some ideal, some perfect body and some best amount of clients mm-hmm. and most money that I was making. And, you know, more and better and better and better. And it was so empty. I would be on stage getting awards that are over here and I wouldn't even care. I would be like, I'd rather be home. Yeah, (laughs) I'd rather be home. That's it, (laughs) next. And so from this to working on your mind Mm -hmm. and your self inside, it was just a night and day. And it allowed me to just be and be content and be happy right. and content, like, I'm just going to be here sitting lazy and content, <laughs> but be happy with everything I had and be, be just, just be, you know, peace of mind. Yeah. It yeah. Sounds so cool, be right. But people don't have it. It's, it's difficult. It's
0: so true. And you know, it's so funny because back in the day before landmark, when, when they would say, just be, I'm like, okay, just be, what do you mean? Just be. God, what the hell are they talking about? But once you go, you actually get, yeah. once you clean things up, you deal with what's going on in here that has been building up since you were a child and you actually deal with it in a powerful way where you're left transformed. The people that you've, you know, had relationships with that weren't good, but now are complete. There's so much freedom. And I feel like, you know, there's so many different processes you know, as the listeners are listening to this, um, until you go, you'll really get it, but we're just kind of laying it out for you a little bit. But once you actually go and complete a lot of the things that you do there, you're able to be with people in a way where they feel seen and heard where there's no judgment, where it's, I see you for you. Like we were saying earlier, I'm going to hold you to your highest self.
1: I'm going to ask you, uh, how did you end up at Landmark? But I wanted to clear for people who maybe not be familiar with it. So to complete things, right? That means to... Do everything you have to do and say everything you have to say with the person or with yourself such that there's nothing left to be done or said about a relationship or about a situation. Writing a letter to someone, talking to someone, or sometimes to do it within yourself if the person passed away, like symbolically, but like to not have anything about the situation. So like, for example, now I can say, yes, I was married and I was divorced. I don't have any emotions coming up in my body. I don't have anything. I don't... I'm not resentful going to weddings. Yes, I was engaged and I was not engaged anymore. I don't have anything about it as, as myself in my value or anything. Yes. None yeah. of these triggering things come up because it's complete, right? There's nothing there. It's just, it's something that happened. Mm. And that's it, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So that's yeah. something for people to remember that completing things is not like, you know, check, check, check. No, there's actions to take sometimes to, to get there. But tell me, how did you get to Landmark? How did you end up up going to to do the course? Yeah.
0: So I actually saw my friend, my life was just, there was so much drama constantly in my life. And so I was talking to one of my girlfriends and she's like, you know, you should go see my life coach. His name's Dr. Pope. And I'm like, okay, I'm going. So I saw him for about a year and he went to Landmark and he has a lot of that language mixed with Byron Katie. And so he encouraged me to go to Landmark. So did my friends. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go. And I just bit the bullet and I went and, and then I did the advanced core or the, so I did the forum, the advanced course, SELP, and then I did the, all the communication courses. No way! Yeah. And what really transformed for me was, I mean, all of them, right. But when I got separated before the separation had happened, I signed up for the communication course. And I, even with my ex, I said, Hey, let's go oh, to this together. Fast. Yeah. I said, let's go to this together. And things were going on in the background on, in his world. Right. Which I didn't know at the time he says, no, I don't, I don't really want to go. You're going to ruin this for me. He said that. And I'm like, this isn't on me. This is your own stuff, but I'm going, I'm going. Um, so anyways, I went and do you know who Donna Eller is?
1: Oh my God. I love Donna. We're friends on Facebook and I'm so excited. She's healthy now. Yes. Uh She was
0: my coach last year, personal coach. No, yes.
1: Oh my God, small world.
0: I know, right? So I went in this communication course. I'm a mess, had a brand new baby. She asked what we wanted to get out of the training. I stood up in front of the room. I was bawling. And well, this is what happened, keep in mind, I had all the, the training in the back, but I still, yeah. this was a new experience for me. I'd never gone through this type of heartache. And it was a traumatizing experience, right? And she coached me and she's like, Hey, you're going to get that out of this. And I literally got that out. I completed everything with my ex-husband in a 20 minute conversation. People don't do that. Yes. Right. There's no war here. There's a, there's a story that there needs to be war in divorce. There doesn't, it doesn't have to be. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So, you know, and ever since then we created a a powerful way to co-parent, to communicate. I'm constantly clearing shit up with him constantly.
1: And it's, it's powerful. So- it's so much easier to actually be this way. Like when you can say like, I don't know, when something pops up and you're like, well, actually I got really insecure and this is why I said it and da 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 versus being like passive aggressive or hiding things, you know, in your back pocket and not ever saying them yep. just up front. It's so much easier, but it's it has to be a practice to get there. It's like exercise. You know, you can't just start yeah. and one day go and be the master of every single move. You have oh, to no. practice. That's so awesome. I had no idea. I know Donna. She was one of the people who led the weekends. So when yes. team management program, you go on those working weekends yep. to with people from all over the country. So she was one of the leaders. I have her on Facebook. I know she had cancer. Uh, She's all good now, yep. which is so amazing. I'm so yep. excited for her. This is so great <laughs> to tell this about you. That's awesome. And I would never see... The, the picture that obviously set up, the judgmental like unhappy insecure judge like judging but also insecure about others judging her person when you when people when I say this people are like what you and what the same respectively when you say oh it was this drama person I can't even imagine you're just the most chilled mellow doing her own thing person how would you drama no 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 so <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm a- great.
0: It's really powerful. And it's cool. Even being in conversations with friends and they're like, you're just a good soundboard, Micah. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, well, thanks. Like (laughs) I just have been getting a lot of feedback because I'm just with people. I'm just with them. And I know you are too. And there's a lot of power in that. And you guys, I'm telling you like this, this training, they have them all the time and they're they doing yes, them all online.
1: Sponsored. I just always wanted to put it out there. You don't get, I have put like 40 plus clients in there. I've gone to classes in Germany with my friend in yeah. London. Yeah. I put, I mean, you name it, yeah. but you don't get, so this is for listeners. You don't get any money off courses. You don't get no. bonuses, no. sending ovations. What you do get is people around you who are speaking the same language and who are holding you to your highest regard, like to your high, they see the greatest in you. They will Mm -hmm. not let you set for anything less. And that's Mm -hmm. the kind of community. That's the kind of conversation you're getting. So it's priceless. Mm -hmm. It
0: is so priceless. Yeah. In
1: our cynical world, unfortunately, what happens is many people like, oh, this must be a work. How much are you getting for (laughs) all the people in it? And it's like nothing, just my own personal satisfaction to see you like living a life to the best. And they're like, wait, what? (laughs) It's so true. Right. But Hey, I
0: mean, I think especially with last year, a lot of things have been brought up for people. You know, a lot of people are actually dealing with things that they've been suppressing because they've had a sit with it. And this is such a beautiful time to really take on your life and take on the challenge with, you know, wanting, everyone wants something more. We're all looking for something more. It's just like, People don't have the right tools or resources. And I'm telling you, I mean, listeners are from all over listening to this. And so I'm just... It's
1: there. it's there, you just have to grab it. Yep. You know, and and just like you, uh, I love what you shared that it took a bunch of the courses and time and work to get where you at. Because for people to realize that it's not you just go for three days, it's like with fitness, right? It's not like you just meet for a month and you got the best body and the best results and your life is amazing. It's a constant work. Yeah. So for mm-hmm. me, when it comes to the personal life, you know, working something more. So I've already had done the landmark Forum, the advance. Um, I, I got so many things accomplished from the advanced that I'd never started the SELP because I was out of the country during that time. Mm-hmm. So it was starting and then I jumped into the communications courses, I did team. And after the first year of teams, I started team management leadership program and that's a very entrepreneurial program at Lamarck. uh, mm-hmm. Working in the gym um, for a corporate America, big gym in Boston. And, uh, I was living in Boston. I was interviewed for it in April and started in August, 2016. And, um, within six months, I was moved to Connecticut to attend in Boston, eh, sorry, in New York city to participate in New York city. And I got in the relationship. And so here we are already like two, you know, a year and a half into my landmark journey. I'm so much more aware of myself and I get in the hot mess relationship, but I really needed this. When I'm saying hot mess, I mean, Restraining order at the end.
0: Oh shit. Okay.
1: Yep. And um, like totally abusive, absolutely. But here's the thing: this what you get from doing the work on yourself. First of all, I know exactly what I was responsible for. I was so attached that this got to be this person that I'm gonna make it work, even though it was just so much drama. But I was stuck. It must be this person. I mean, I did. So that was one. Number yeah. two. I I tolerated it for a long time for like four or five months. I I tolerated it. I moved to Connecticut and I, I should have left a week in, but I was like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And, uh, it, and also then like the big, um, you know, mess at the end where I like ran away, left my furniture. That was only four years ago, you know, left my furniture. I was living in a tiny apartment on the air mattress. My job was nothing because i left my great job in boston i didn't have my savings were going down i didn't have i didn't know anyone in the state i, I was in connecticut i did not know anyone because i moved here for him mm-hmm. and i met all his friends and now i didn't want to so here four years ago winter time snow outside and i'm like working with elderly so imagine i'm 38 but i was working with like people who could be my grandparents mm-hmm. um not my population um, And I'm barely making money. I'm in a tiny apartment and I just had left this relationship. And here he goes to one seeing positives in every situation, but also starting over. It was the best thing ever. Mm. It was the best thing ever. I was free to do whatever I wanted.
0: Yeah.
1: On the weekends, I would hop in the car and drive to New York City, going through Manhattan. A girl who would not sit in the car and drive up the street in Boston because it's too dangerous. Oh my god. I would drive through Times Square every Friday to go to class at work. I um, said, I'm going to create the best relationship of my life in class. Oh, by the way, my ex was also in team management leadership program. I saw I would see him with a new girl literally a week after we broke up. No
0: way. <laughs>
1: yep. That's I cool. Like, I his relationship ever. And he dealt with his own stuff. He didn't quit Lamarck. He was there just to kind of be around me, <laughs> to tell me what to do and what not. But mm-hmm. long story short, because he quit immediately, but long story short, I was able to face all of this with like no story.
0: Yeah. It wasn't like, oh,
1: I'm a victim of someone. It wasn't, yeah. oh, I'm broken. I can't do anything. It wasn't anything. I was just free to do whatever the heck I want from wearing whatever I wanted to, I was like, hmm, I can move and live anywhere I want to. I yes. could it's like people forget that starting from scratch and i know that you know having kids you have to be responsible someone i don't have kids i didn't have dogs at the time i did, i could have just moved to another country across the world yeah. you know people put so much pressure on themselves as in and pressure is a made-up thing but you know they make them they work themselves up mm-hmm. believing that they have to do certain things but yeah. in reality yeah. you get to say how it goes
0: yep it's so so true
1: you know starting from scratch is the best cuz nothing is limiting you and you've nothing to lose yeah. you've got nothing so what do so, you
0: have to lose oh yeah so let me ask you so what did you have to give up with being in an abusive relationship with your past relationships not working and you saw a pattern that was kind of forming before landmark right and um what did you have to give up when you after you got out of that last relationship
1: the biggest thing that I got and, and, and it was needed, you know, the drama, like you said, drama, drama, drama. And then finally, like n- super drama. Like mm-hmm. if we're talking medium drama with my ex-husband, a little bit bigger drama with my ex-fiance and like super drama in court with like naked photos of myself showing to the judge that this is what he's sending me. This is what he's threatening me with, mm-hmm. you know, him literally threatening my life to that kind of mess I needed to get. To get that, like, I don't need a guy to be successful. Mm. <laughs> I can do my own thing. Why mm. is that I, like, got in my head somewhere made up that I have to be in a relationship. Says who? Yes. So that's yeah. one. And then two, right following, I get to do what I want. So if I want to be in a relationship, great. I can make it happen no matter what happened to me in the past. Mm. So, like, those two opposite things, as in, like, I don't need it when you're not stuck on something you're not attached to something you've got freedom around it you know Mm -hmm, if you're like I must it's so much harder when you're like I'm committed to this and I'm open to however it comes my way yeah life yeah Yeah. that's so cool you know it's completely different and and it's hilarious so my 78 year old client at the gym his name was Lupi. okay Goes, it was very inappropriate. But you know, when when they're like past seventy, they they don't really care. There's inappropriate, but you you think it's cute. You know, he would like be oh baby, and I mean, you know, I could be his granddaughter. You don't speak like that. He was so inappropriate. Yeah. one day I'm training him, and we're talking four years ago. He's elliptical warming up, and he goes, Monica, you know what you should do? Go Tinder. You'll get some action. If I went, I wouldn't get any. And my jaw was on the floor. I was like, I was like. You what? How do you even know about Tinder? And I was so like, what are you talking about? That's so but you know what? I went home and like I was like, maybe he's got a point. Okay. I mean, in Boston, I couldn't have done it because everyone knew me. Here in never no one knows me. Let's go! All right, so I went <laughs> to Tinder. And this is how I met Louis, with whom I'm the same name. This is yeah. how I met Louis, with whom I've been in a relationship the last four years, and uh, and it was. Just, again, being open to anything that came my way. I literally met him three weeks after leaving that relationship. And mm-hmm. so at first I was like, you know, that's just gonna be, you know, just friend, that's it. And then two, three weeks into it, I was like, hey, listen, I need to clean something up with you. And landmark style. Yeah. And he goes, you know, like, what do you, you know, people don't speak like this to each other three weeks into a meeting, into knowing each other. I was like, listen, remember at the beginning I said to you, I don't want to have a relationship, but I really do. I just didn't want that kind of mess that I just got out of. Um, and he was like, well, you don't have to say it. I'm like, what do you mean? I don't have to say it. He's like, well, I can see how you're acting. I know that you want a relationship. You know, what we're doing, what we're creating is not, you know, some friendship. And I said to him, I actually have to say it because I want you to know me as someone who says yes, it means yes. And someone who says no, it means no. Not someone who says no, but I'm just going to act like, yes, hopefully he's going to read my signs. Like I want to be known as a straight person, straight as in I say it and this is what it is.
0: Yes. Ooh, yes.
1: So it, it was, you know, he put the status on Facebook after that conversation <laughs> that we're in a relationship because he had it like, oh yeah, she's clear. It's a it, it completely different experience to be clear in communication with someone and to not sugarcoat, beat around the bush or whatever else you want to call it. Just say it as it is.
0: Exactly. And and I think um, sometimes like I find myself and um, in, in the past and sometimes I'll catch myself like, Ooh, maybe I shouldn't say that because what are they going to think and maybe it doesn't matter. They don't care. But no, it matters. Yeah. Because of what you just said, right? I want to be known as somebody who is straight and what I whatever I say goes. When I say yes, yeah. it means yes. When I say mean no, when I I mean no, it means no. You know? Yeah. So, I love that you said that because it's it's just so true. It's so true and we live by that.
1: Right. And you know, one thing too to that to add to that is um when You know, when we started dating, I was so like, I don't want to make up the same mistake. And then I was like, just let it go. Just let it go. It's going to be just fine. And that worked out just fine. And then um, again, landmark and like creating from nothing. Um, there was this place available to sublease for a fitness studio. And I really missed um, So I quit my job at, with the elderly. And I, you know, I'm just going to um, maybe do network marketing and work from home and a handful of clients I have online. And it was just not enough for me. I always want to be challenged, right? Just like when we started, you said you want to be uncomfortable because from that you grow. So I was like, okay, so now I got the handful of clients, my bills are paid, I have a roof over my head, but that's not what I'm made for. I want something more. So when the space opened up and um, I did the math, I was like, you know, I could, a worst case scenario, I'll spend all my things on the, on the rent. I'm very financially responsible because since I moved to America at 21, I didn't have anyone help me. So I, I had to do it all on my own. And the Polish way is no credit cards, no loans. So I was like, I have to like plan it. So I rented the studio and through Instagram, and we're talking three years ago, through Instagram, I grew it to be my full-time job within, like, I don't know, three, four months because I had so much passion and I had no attachment how it's gonna look like to how it's gonna look like. And so I was just there every day, every day, every day, marketing to women. Cause that's my favorite population. I mean, I know how female body, I, I would have a handful of clients, but it's usually husbands, brothers, boyfriends, fiancés of my clients, mm-hmm. um, just because the girls know me very well. So they're like, Hey, listen, hire Monica. She's going to give you a program. And that's it with them. The work looks a little different. It's more like through my app, I design random program. That's it. But then Three people in the area. I knew Louis and I knew two other people the accountant that he introduced me to, and another person who followed me from the elderly gym. And I'm like, all right, let's open a studio. It sounds crazy, but yeah, you know, why not? And right. so, right. full time job within a couple of months, I moved the studio to closer to home a year later after we got flooded. Kind of the same situation as today, not being able to get on uh, the software and you know what? I got flooded, huh? Let's figure it out. Well, I right. didn't really need this space. How about if I use a different space, like for you here, you know, maybe you can use the video now, right?
0: I know. So it's not
1: true. I it and it's like, you can see positive. So we got flooded and I was like, let's look for a different place. Uh, I found a different place, two minutes away from home. I made it like really so beautiful and amazing. And for a year plus I had a new studio and it was great but I, I felt it inside. It's been, it was on, going on three years of having the studio, but it wasn't growing anymore. I wasn't, you know, at the beginning of last year, um, I wasn't learning anything new. I had a full schedule of clients. I missed this. I live in a small town in Connecticut. I missed being in the big city. I missed being surrounded by like-minded females and like-minded mm-hmm. professionals and coaches and business oriented people. And, um, and as much as my schedule was full and I was making money, I was like, this is not what life is about for me. So I was like searching and searching, and actually, that's when I did the incomplete item inventory workshop on Zoom with Landmark. It's it's done in the fall in October. Um, so I did it at the end of 2019, right before the Corona stuff, maybe like four months before. And so I did like an inventory of my life, and I saw everything, and I was like, yeah, definitely one more in the work department. This is this is great for the town, but I don't want to be great for a small town. <laughs> I want right. to be great standards so um when COVID happened in March and we had to close everything down here um you know I'm between Massachusetts and New York those two states were a hot mess so they closed us down really quickly I was mad I was so mad I was so mad I I don't like being told what to do Um, either (laughs) as an entrepreneur you know you don't want to be told what to do and so I was so mad but I was like you know what let's see positive in this situation so silly thinking. I was like, this month that we're closed, this one month that we're going to be closed, I'm going to work on the back end of business, hire some help, get stuff straightened out, maybe release a website or something. That was in March. So here we go, January the following year. No, just to, just to, just to um, recap it, to be helpful for others. I was so mad for a week and I saw this showing up in every person I was interacting with. All my people around my clients, everyone, my significant other, everyone was mad, upset, annoyed, angry, scared, disappointed, all these feelings. And I said to myself, and I thought, well, this is not how we're going to get through this. This is awful. And I saw how I am responsible for like leading this way in my community, in my environment. And I was like, this is not the way. And I literally cleaned it up with my clients. And not all my clients did landmark, but I was like, hey guys, this is what we're doing. I really recognize that by me being this way, it like spilled to all of you. So my goal is here. Let's clean up our social media as in like, let's delete the old chats on WhatsApp. Let's delete the old things we posted here and everyone creates the way of being even though you don't know what it is but you create a way of being that's going to empower you and for me that was being creative generous and fun Mm. so this is how 2020 went from being you know hot mess to like having the best year of my life being creative so not being stuck on how things are going to look like be generous with others and their stuff and myself and you know when I got a little bit like confronted a little too much and having fun with it you know at the end of the day life is stuff happens and then you die right so what's being serious about it and so uh from that I started training people online on video uh my clients from the studio first then my old clients from Boston reached out and now they're in California and you know Colorado and Florida and New York and they're like Monica you're doing it online I want to do it so I got them on and when time came in the summer and we were able to open up I was like I don't want to go back to it and it felt weird in a way kind of almost like you know closing a chapter you know kind of like if you breaking up with someone but you don't have anything bad to say it's just like you're going one way and they're going another way yep. there was no no argument there's only good memories but you just you knew that you're done with it and it's interesting right because in relationships, mm-hmm. sometimes that happens too where you have an idea that you want to move to another country or you want to get a job in a different city and your person doesn't want to come with you or friends you know yeah. friend who commits to different things and you're like i'm not really aligned with that and yeah. there's only good stuff good memories good vibes but you're like but we're done here and that was my my student i felt like oh what what's going on usually it was drama for me, any kind of endings were drama, and now it's like no, there's no drama. I just don't want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And um, close, it was it was it was great.
0: Well, and, it's cool because of what you committed to creating throughout the year, and then when that happened, you just we're done. We're good. Yeah, there's done. nothing there no for
1: significance. me. Yeah, no significance about it. And you know, and I think that the lesson to to all of all of the listeners to to relate to in that was doing things in life that feel good to you inside, not that look good to the people on the outside because it looked bad. Everyone thought that I went bankrupt or something. Everyone thought that, you know, I failed or something. And, and it, it was the tiny little thought like, oh, it looks better if you're a coach and you have a studio. But, but I was really so clear that this is not what I wanted to do. So I'm like, what well, am I supposed to keep it just to look better? Like, no. And so the lesson to everyone, for everyone is that you, when you align with what you really believe in and what you want to do and what you like what are you committed to it's easy don't worry about what other people people are going to think or say or what they're going to do about you doing certain things if you are aligned with yourself there's no stress it's it's very easy to make these decisions mm-hmm. mm-hmm. oh you know, you're acting aligned with yourself so no you know no somebody else's opinion is not my problem it's their exactly. opinion right? So that could relate to so many things. Mm -hmm.
0: Yep. And I think like the key to getting aligned with yourself is, is to start somewhere. Like if a lot of people don't have the personal growth, if people are listening and they're like, Oh, what the hell? I don't even know how to get aligned." What would
1: you suggest Monica for people? What would be a start? Everyone knows what they need to do. They just are so occupied and distracted. Mm. So, you know, whether it's, Obsessive shopping, obsessive hanging out and going out and having happy hours that probably confronted many people this year because they couldn't do it. So after work every day there was no happy hour because there was no happy hour, and they were confronted because suddenly they had the time empty, right? Or or the and respectively the people who were obsessively exercising now couldn't go to the gym anymore, and so this is why I think this year was so confronting because it made people sit. And yep. make people sit and be with what they were avoiding by being so distracted. Hmm. So if you don't know how to, to, to get aligned with yourself, it's very simple. Just tune out, out the noise. Yep. Stop watching television. Stop scrolling on social media. I don't meditate. My advice is lay down on the floor and think about everything. Literally, lay down on the floor flat. No music no tv no phone no nothing mm-hmm. and think in your head what is it that you want you know what you know everyone knows what they want they just are too scared to even admit to themselves yeah so it's just really quieting down all the distractions no shopping no tv no social yeah. media yeah. no no yeah. obsessive like no drinking no hanging out with people so boundaries
0: boundaries with ourselves exactly yes
1: that, that that's all and so from that you can very clearly say what you want don't be scared I mean anything is possible it's just about being clear what you want with yourself first and then you can put it out in the world have help hire a coach listen to a podcast follow good people on social media who are going to inspire you and empower you to take action on your own and that that's really what it is yeah and so I think that the beauty of 2020 was that it put everyone and I remember this in March thinking this we will remember and I didn't know that it's going to take so long we will remember this time as a good time because it forced us to reevaluate a lot of things and I remember saying to clients um, we have a very unique opportunity throughout history how it's just super unique to sit down and be like do I want to do this do I want to work this place at this place. Do I want to do this for work? Do I want to mm-hmm. be married to this person? Do I want to be this health in this health and, and take action on it? Mm-hmm. We're so hamster wheel. And I was too I was three minutes away from signing up a five year lease at the studio. I was doing good there. I was I asked my landlord five years in March. Mm-hmm. My lease was expiring in February, in um April. So like right when Corona started, my lease was expiring. I, I was ready to re-sign a lease mm-hmm. and go full force, five years with the studio. That was not fulfilling to me, but Mm -hmm. you know, I was making money. It looked good and great. We all get into this hamster wheel. So the mindfulness has to be there. It's so, so important. Mm -hmm. How was 2020 for you? What, what, like, what did you have to hold up and what changes did you make?
0: Mm. Um, you know, I, 2020 was such a beautiful year for me. I mean, yeah, considering all the things, but there was a lot of great things. Like I launched my podcast. I, you know, was a co-author in a book and created that. Um, but I also dealt with. Um, I ended up getting the coronavirus um, middle of last year, and I found myself. You know, I don't think a lot of people talk about this with, with the virus. It's more mentally. Um, it. How do I say this? Mentally, it it messed with me only because I lost my sense of smell and, and taste. And so that part of my brain, and, and I, I started having an anxiety attack at the end of it. And um, there was just some interesting things throughout the year where I had moments, Monica. I had moments of suicidal thoughts. That's I had yeah. moments of depression. I had anxiety mm-hmm. attacks. They were moments, right? but I was able to walk through those moments. And again, right. We've done all this work, but I still deal with things and things still trigger me. Things still set me off, but I'm able to get out of them very quickly. So yes, I created this incredible podcast and this platform and this book amazing relationships with people and really getting tapped into the power that Micah has getting tapped into this feminine energy and who I am for people, the stand I am for people, how I'm, I can magnetically, I pull people in. I mean, I, I see that. I don't say that in a conceited way where people are like, Oh, you know, it's, it's truth for me, but I'm telling you, it's again, it's been a lot of ups and downs, but again, Mm -hmm. all in all, it's been so beautiful. And And, you know, being able to sit in silence, like you said, and allow myself just to be, I will get an inspiration. It will guide me to something. And then that something will guide me to something. And it's like this ripple and it's like, it's so powerful when we can shut off the busy mind and get tapped in here, something will always pop up as to what we need, who we're supposed to be in conversation with. It it happens all the time. It happens with my podcast all the time.
1: I love what you yeah. what you shared about like the vulnerable things right because I think a lot of times people look at powerful women and they assume that we're just like a robot and it's mm-hmm. not that it's just the practice of how we deal with the things that come our way yep. so yeah. not getting stuck with inaction right not getting stuck in your feelings asking yeah. for help yeah. when you want it, when you need it when you you know know that it would make a difference um yeah. Because it's not about being some robot with no feelings or um, having no regard to your mental state. It's just dealing with, in a different, de- dealing with it in a different way, yeah. mm-hmm. um, in a way that's, it's with velocity basically, You know, yeah. not sitting and, and spending time. And I don't wanna say wasting time, but what kills me, and this is why I'm so committed to empowering women, is that I see people wasting time. Mm-hmm. Spending the precious years of their life waiting for a better day or waiting for a permission to do something, um, you know, unhappy in their bodies, unhappy in their relationships, just not having it all. And that was my biggest thing out of um, a team management leadership program before I had it that like, I could have this, but I can't have that. I could, you know, for example, I could move to America. Yes. But I can't travel the world. No, I can, you know, I can have, um, I don't know, um, great job and make awesome money, but I cannot take vacation because if I take vacation da, da, da. and I was operating like these things were possible and these other things were not possible for me. And out of the work, I got that, like, no, you can have it all. You can have the relationship, you can have the career, you can have the vacation, you can have the traveling, you can have whatever you want. It might look a different way, but you can have, and, and to the, I live by it and I empower my clients to live by it too, to simple, silly ideas. Like for, for example, on Saturday, I had a photo shoot and I was like, shoot, it's at noon. I'm going to have to cancel my class because my class is at 10 on Zoom. Yeah. And how am I going to do it? I need someone to style my hair. And, and like, how this like, you know, which one am I going to pick? Yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 Here at at 9.30 to 10.30. Come home, get yourself ready. 11 to noon class. The driving takes 45 minutes. You're going to be there on time. You can have it all. Boom. Yep. And, and, and there's no choosing. You can make it work. Yeah. And it, it's brilliant. And that's how I, you know, so when people hire me, when people look at my profile, they see some fitness, some mindset, some something. My goal is to be the kind of coach. And I don't know anyone who does that not i'm not cocky saying this i just i came up with my own way through you know competing and getting coaches and knowing the nutrition and the aesthetics of fitness and knowing that women want to look a certain way then through landmark and doing all the personal development and then dealing with my own you know messed up relationship and changing jobs and opening my studio and connecting with people i came up with the way that is Fitness training with nutrition, but also a ton of mindset and life coaching. And that doesn't mean that we necessarily have to sit down and talk about it. Sometimes it happens in movement. Sometimes people are moving and they're like, listen, my boss, this or this, or my son. And, yeah. and it's it's so great when you, you know, I used to think that when you address someone's physical body, um, you have them in shape, they're confident with themselves. They feel good physically, that will solve everything, but it's not the case. It does greatly help. And body is very important because if you have a big mission in life, you need to be healthy to be able to physically do the things. You have to have the stamina, you have to have the energy. And also, it does matter how we look like because we show up in the world in a certain way. And it doesn't mean you have to be a size this or size that, but it means you have to work on yourself because through that work the confident confidence comes. And so the body is very, very important. And you know, my brand is called Body by Monica, or it was called Body by Monica, but we make it BBM for short because mm-hmm. body is not the main point and Monica is not the main point. It's you and working on your best self. That's the point. And so yeah. it's no longer just about the body. It's combining the mind and the fitness. And I really love seeing bbms because that's how they call themselves um you know thrive beyond just fitness fitness is just part of us and, yeah. and it's important but it's you know i'm not someone who's just going to tell you do squats and that's it and don't tell me about right. issues, you know exactly <laughs> it's actually fun you know it's actually really really fun when the bigger stuff you come with the better it is because we can work on these big things and yesterday one of my clients actually from california messaged me because i sent her i was like look last year these are your photos and she was like that's insane and i thought she looked yeah, great yeah. she looked healthy and she looked happy in these pictures and she wrote me back and she goes this is insane because the person i was then and the person i am now by the way she did the landmark forum and the advanced course oh yes but, um, she was like mm-hmm. i was 10 grand in debt i don't have any debt now wow I, you know i was in the relationship in and out for five years it was complete mess mm. I, 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 this is done deal I know I have a plan to do X, Y, Z. I got a new job. I lost weight. And so the weight is just one of the things. Yeah. So it, it was hard for me to market myself on social media because I was like, who am I? Mm. I'm like the fire under the butt. That's what I am. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. get you in action physically, emotionally, mentally. I'm not oh. going to let you settle for any less that you deserve, that you want.
0: See? This is why I freaking love you. And this is why I wanted you on here. And oh my God, you're seriously such a freaking powerhouse. Oh just my God. I wish you lived here so we could just hang out all the time.
1: I just love this conversation. And you know, no. I wanted to share about um this empowering the women thing that I'm so yeah. in love with your idea of having people, well, empowering people, but you know, yeah. my my, my thing is women. I so love this idea of just speaking to normal people because normal people, regular people like you and I are relatable. It's yeah. not like, you know, we're just interviewing the stars even though they're normal people too, but yeah, you know, right. they have, we are dealing with similar things, right? We're, de- we're just regular people. Yep. And so yep. the fact that we connected on social media, we have businesses on, businesses on social media is one thing, but we're just like a regular person. We're yep. going to the yep. store, get groceries. We get Amazon <laughs> delivery. That was just the a, a couple of minutes ago. Oh so yeah. Normal people. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. And so it's so great. I'm so glad you're doing it.
0: Mm-hmm. And, um,
1: If anything I would love 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 to see you connect with more women immigrants because they have like really great great stories Mm. and I think it's something that it's it's almost like a closed niche as it if if you will as in like you know other immigrants with other immigrants and I knew this when I first moved to America before Landmark when I was a nanny Mm. It was like all the immigrants were together and to get into the circle of the American girls was impossible. Yeah. I mean, landmark is landmark, so then you can create whatever. But I feel like a lot of people haven't done the work on themselves. They feel too Mm self-conscious. They feel too um, inadequate. And even though they might be book smart, they think that because their English might not be perfect. They don't, you know. So I Mm -hmm. think that's that's where I think I'm going to be stepping into. I I love that.
0: Yes, such a good idea
1: yes
0: girl oh no, my god
1: could you want some great directions but please do so i really appreciate thank it you're so
0: welcome okay so this has been amazing i've loved it so much so where can people find you what's your handle website all the things so if they want to all have the, you as a coach
1: all the things are under monica underscore a underscore maser and even if you just put monica with k you'll find me everywhere monica with k and then my smiley face um and body by monica if you were to look that up for my work but um it's not about the body it's about you and your best life always for yeah. me so yeah. thank you so much for having me i so appreciate it You're so welcome babe thank you so much